First Baptist Athens offers this podcast of devotions for Lent. Today's devotion is offered by Cindy Haygood. It is based on the story from Matthew 27, 11 through 26, when Jesus stands before Pilate confronted by accusations. The scripture is read from the voice translation. The devotion begins with music provided by Sarah Delbane playing What Wondrous Love Is This Arranged for Flute. Lay aside everything else for the next few minutes. Allow the music to settle your soul, making space to listen for God. Jesus was standing before the governor, Pilate. Are you the king of the Jews? So you say. The chief priests and the elders stood and poured out their accusations. That Jesus was a traitor, a seditious rebel, a crazy, a would-be savior, and a would-be king. Jesus stood in the stream of accusations, but he did not respond. Do you hear these accusations they are making against you? Still, Jesus said nothing, which Pilate found rather astounding. No protests, no defense, nothing. Now the governor had a custom. During the great Jewish festival of Passover, he would allow the crowd to pick one of the condemned men, and he, Pilate, would set the man free just like that. Gratuitous, gracious freedom. At this time, they had a notorious prisoner named Barabbas. So when the crowd gathered, Pilate offered them a choice. Whom do you want me to set free? Barabbas or Jesus, whom some call the Anointed One? Pilate knew the chief priests and elders hated Jesus and had delivered him up because they envied him. Then Pilate sat down on his judgment seat, and he received a message from his wife. Distance yourself utterly from the proceedings against this righteous man. 
I have had a dream about him, a dream full of twisted sufferings. He is innocent. I know it. And we should have nothing to do with him. But the chief priests and the elders convinced the crowd to demand that Barabbas, not Jesus, whom some call the anointed one, be freed and that Jesus be put to death. Which of these men would you have me free? Barabbas. 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 What would you have me do with Jesus, whom some call the anointed one? Crucify him. Crucify him. Crucify him. Why? What crime has this man committed? Crucify, Crucify him. him. Crucify him. Pilate saw that unless he wanted a riot on his hands, he now had to bow to their wishes. So he took a pitcher of water, stood before the crowd, and washed his hands. You will see to this crucifixion, for this man's blood will be upon you and not upon me. I wash myself of it. Indeed. Let his blood be upon us, upon us, and our children. So Pilate released Barabbas, and he had Jesus flogged and handed over to be crucified. When I read and study this passage of Scripture, all I read and hear is skepticism. Pilate, as the Roman governor, is suspicious of Jesus and asks, Who are you? Are you Jesus? Do you hear the accusations they're making toward you? Pilate's wife, even though she makes a plea to Pilate for Jesus' innocence, that's all she does. She may mostly be afraid and fearful of retribution from what her husband will do toward Jesus. Most of all, the chief priests and elders, those respected leaders in the synagogue who knew the Old Testament prophecy, these men were doubtful that this was the promised Messiah. The crowd does not believe Jesus is the Messiah. So deep and cynical is their doubt that they would rather have a known criminal released to live in their town rather than a man who claims to be the Messiah, the King. And they are so distrustful, they believe anything the leaders of the synagogue are telling them. But here is Jesus Full of assurance to the point he does not answer Pilate's questions. Full of assurance in God, in the path he knows he will fulfill over the next days and into eternity. Here is Jesus, full of belief that God will be with him, even though the crowds call for his death by crucifixion. Here is Jesus, convicted of who he is, the Son of Man and the Son of God, and sure of his role in redemption and salvation, and sure of his path to accomplish these for you and me. Here is Jesus, silent and trusting God, not letting a powerful political figure dismantle his trust in God, not letting the synagogue leaders undermine his conviction to his path to the cross, to resurrection, and to transfiguration not letting a pumped-up crowd deter the surety of Old Testament prophecy and his own career path on earth. Here is what I need to think about and pray over. How many times do I react with skepticism, especially when it involves God in my life and God working in our world? How convicted am I of Jesus' words and life and my faith in him when the 
others, the crowd, say things contrary or disguised? Does skepticism, then fear, then anger control me and grow in me? Where in my life can Jesus turn the table and ask, Do you know me? Do you know who I am? Do you remember what I did for you so that you could have eternal life? Who are you? Or better yet, whose are you? Let us pray. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love with all my soul. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen.